Hello and welcome to the Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host, Aparna Krishnan. Every week, we at Partners for Access discuss the major news developments impacting the rare disease industry and what they mean for you. This week, we talk about one of the most contentious and intensely debated topics in the industry, drug prices and payment models. As technology advances in the biotechnology research space, the intrinsic argument about who will pay for this advancement and how much is known to be ongoing. Currently, this debate is raging with reference to cell and gene therapies. In this episode, we look at two stories, one from the industry perspective on the importance of viable payment models and two, an initiative from the Italian government to push for universal transparency in drug pricing. But first, Joanna Fernandez discusses Novartis CEO Vas Narasimhan's latest statement calling for a change in the US drug payment systems. Before moving on to Novartis' CEO statement, let's look at the gene therapy in question. Solgensma has been developed for the rare disease spinal muscular atrophy. It has already been accepted for priority review by the FDA, with a decision expected imminently. The European Medicines Agency has already granted the therapy a prime designation, which gives manufacturers of promising therapies early and proactive support on data generation to enable accelerated assessment. This comes with the EMA's current review of the therapy. Solgensma is set to hit the market at a massive $2 million. This is the highest price tag seen for a one-off therapy so far, and it has caused much controversy. This month, CEO of Novartis, Vas Narasimhan, called for changes to the US drug payment system to allow the funding of this potentially curative therapy. He makes the point that the current healthcare system has a pay-as-you-go model set up to fund chronic diseases and it is not fit for single curative treatments. He argues for new economic models to identify how much value a cure represents. This statement follows Institute for Clinical and Economic Research, or ICES, review which determines Algenzma should cost no more than $900,000 based on their cost-effectiveness threshold of $100,000 per quality life-adjusted year gained. Another gene therapy maker, Bluebird Bio, has decided to price its upcoming therapy, Zinteglo, formerly known as Lentiglobin, at $800,000 per patient. This figure is lower than the company's belief that the intrinsic value of the therapy is over $2 million, according to Reuters. While it is true Zolgensma is highly likely to be cheaper in the long run than the current standard of care for SMA, there is still time value of money, potential generics and patent expirations to consider. As well as the inescapable fact that current reimbursement systems are not equipped to handle such large one-off payments, especially considering the number of cell and gene therapies expected in the coming years, with the Alliance of Regenerative Medicine reporting 249 ongoing Phase 2 and 3 trials as of May 2019. Novartis and Bluebird Bio have suggested value-based pricing, where the full price of the therapy is only paid if specific outcomes are met, and it is done in installments over a long period of time. Current Medicaid and Medicare systems are not built for these innovative payment models. However, 
In Europe, while some payers are open to the possibility, significant collaboration between gene therapy manufacturers and health and pricing authorities will be necessary, as well as the installation of infrastructure to allow tracking of long-term outcomes, which is not yet available in many European countries. In summary, existing payment models are lagging behind as regulators play catch-up with technological advancements by the industry. It is imperative that payers establish a sustainable payment system before the flood of upcoming gene therapies. The points raised by Novartis's CEO highlight the fact the next few months will be crucial for the industry and healthcare systems ahead of the expected flow of curative therapies that are set to hit the market. Now, Christina Potion looks at Italy's attempt at introducing a draft resolution on drug pricing at the World Health Assembly. The debate surrounding high drug prices has been ongoing for years now, involving industry and patient groups, but also government activities resulting in alliances and initiatives such as Valletta or Beneluxa. And now, Italy is attempting to fight for a global solution. The move began already when Health Minister Grillo entered into office and highlighted that she considers transparency of drug prices a moral obligation and believes this can only be tackled on a global level. This global initiative is now taken up at the World Health Assembly taking place in Geneva. So what is the World Health Assembly? It's the decision-making body of the World Health Organization, or WHO, and includes delegates of all WHO member states. Each year, the Assembly focuses on a specific health agenda prepared by the Executive Board. The agenda normally involves policies, appointments of the Director-General, supervised financial policies and their review. This year, Italy tabled a draft resolution calling for greater transparency in drug pricing, aiming at the policy authority of the World Health Assembly. The draft resolution proposes a clear and transparent drug price negotiation process in which all parties have the exact same level of information. The proposal included, for example, the request for disclosure of full R&D costs, costs and data publishing of clinical trial information, as well as the production costs in countries. Without these insights, there's an imbalance of information for the government side, leading to a disadvantageous negotiation position. Following the first consultation and support from other 11 countries, including Greece, Slovenia, Portugal and Spain from the EU bloc, a number of points were added to the call, including adapting global standards for pricing information, publishing reimbursement costs, trial outcomes and development of universal health coverage, as well as the implementation of a forum in which stakeholders such as industry, civil society, government and payer bodies work together to find a way to end the so-called patent monopoly for medicines and vaccines. A number of big EU countries, however, remain reserved for partly procedural reasons. EU member states normally officially align before any submissions to the Assembly, and this did not happen this time, but also for content reasons. In one of the last discussions, for example, Germany tabled over 25 amends to the resolution aimed at watering any wording down, in particular looking at the publications of costs for clinical trial funding and data and taking the stakeholder forum out of the resolution. These amends gained support from the rather farmer-friendly countries, for example France and the US.
Denmark, UK and Sweden call for these activities to be voluntary and on national level rather than becoming any binding activity. While concerns about the publication of trial and R&D costs seem to remain, early reports suggest that this week negotiations led to some progress following an update of the resolution highlighting that access to medicines is a multidimensional process that needs to take the entire life cycle and value chain into account. Industry representatives as IFPMA criticized that the proposal is leading to more harm than good. Middle-income countries striving to provide access to innovative medicines currently benefit from confidential discounts. Disclosure of such benefits will disrupt the differential pricing and pricing that benefits poorer countries and disrupt the market competition. But not only industry is advocating for their changes, NGOs as Health Action International are strongly supporting the resolution as it is and are hoping to achieve an outcome already this week. This week will be the crucial week as NGOs and pharma groups alike will advocate for their own positions and interests of the proposal. We've seen so far that France and the US slightly amended their position following the pressure, but negotiations are still on their way and there might be a formal vote before the end of the assembly on the 28th of May, but maybe already this Friday on the 24th of May. The debate shows how sensitive the topic is and the frustration by some countries about high drug prices the industry is charging. And as Joanna already said, in light of additional gene therapies about to launch, this topic will not disappear. And industry and governments need to be prepared to work on sustainable and balanced solutions. We will continue to follow the topic and provide you with a short update next week. And if you'd like to read the draft resolution in the meantime, please check on www.partnersforaccess.com podcasts. And that's it for this week. For more news and analysis, do visit our website www.partnersforaccess.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening. See you next week.